0: The following content has been provided by RWTH, Aachen University. Haptics compared to normal input devices are usually much more expensive. They're much bigger because they need to do some kind of mechanical actuation or they use electrostimuli to replace that. They usually have to have a certain weight to actually be able to perform. If something wants to push back at me, it can't be a super lightweight tiny thing. Um, robustness and the bandwidth of, of data that's being transmitted is a big challenge, and then finally, just the technology center view that we tend to take, right? The fact that we forget about the nature of hap- uh, of haptics uh, and of touch feedback. So there's definitely an innovation uh, uh, innovation uh, rich domain. Couple domains that you that research goes into uh, to give you a few examples, um, in the UI design, designing new application interfaces that actually use Touch. How do you prototype a touch interface? It's pretty unclear. We have GUI toolkits. We don't have t- you know touch uh, user interface toolkits. Psychology. In fact, the haptic toolkit here that we're working on the next couple of years in a research project uh, is going down that road. So if you're interested in that, definitely come and, and talk to us. Um, psychology: uh, the perception and cognition of of touch is not completely explored yet. Um, we need to find out, you know, using experiments and analysis, how people actually react to touch. And then the finally is the computer science challenge of building multi-sensory displays, controls, real-time software architectures, because touch has to be very fast, um, rendering and the modeling of physical systems. To give you one example here, um, tectons tacton, were a, a, a research done uh, by Brown in 2007 that used basically tactile icons, so they were a particular type of haptic icons. They were similar to earcons, but using the touch sense. They encoded multidimensional information using an abstract mapping and uh, used parameters like spatial location, uh, waveform or the roughness of the touch, rhythm and intensity changes over time. Um, so, this is, this is examples of research that actually tries to use touch to build new kinds of GUI toolkits, which is what DIS2 was mostly about, right? User interface toolkits and the ways to provide these in different modalities. This content was provided by RWTH, Aachen University.